your money, man. Get your bread up. Gotta do for yourself. Now you fed up. Get your study on. All praise be to God. Stay red up. Die, never let up. Everyone that I'm around already know what I'm about. Build heaven on earth. Gotta catch up. Elijah Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Come back on mess now, man. What about me? Peace, family. Welcome to the Brother Ben X podcast, man. Today we're gonna be talking about NFTs in the metaverse. Uh, I'm the founder of the digital real estate program, but there's another level that we're going into when it comes to this whole digital real estate thing. We finna go into Web three. Uh, we finna go into the to the to, to the VR world. We finna go into the to the whole metaverse world. And these brothers are the brothers who introduced me uh, to the metaverse uh, with crypto voxels and things of that nature. Buying actual digital land. They was teaching me and showing me that you can actually mortgage out digital land. But we'll get into all that, man. I'm gonna let y'all introduce yourself. Let's start off with brother uh, Justin. What's going on, everybody? Jay Crypto here, and um. You know, I've been involved in the blockchain um, cryptocurrency world now for about uh, a year and a half, going on two years. Uh, start studying the metaverse about a year ago. And, um, you know, as we see what's going on in today's world with the with the upgrades that we're having, you know, with Web3 and all of that, uh, you know, it's now is just the time to have a, had a conversation about it and, uh, you know, get people the information and, um, you know, bring them – uh, bring them on board and allow them to be able to 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 get immersed in a new space uh, of what uh, we believe is going to be the next version of the internet. So, uh, with that being said, you know I'm gonna go ahead and pass it over. Uh, what's going on, uh, Iggy? Uh, one third of Meta V Academy, biggest crypto play ever. I'm super excited about this conversation today. As uh, our brother Ben said, as uh, my brother Justin said, I've been in the space for now a little bit over a year. I've been educating people, onboarding people into the crypto space, the blockchain space, the metaverse space, showing them how to maneuver, showing them how uh, to monetize it. Uh, and like Justin said, we believe this to be, you know, the new internet. I believe that, you know, it, one day it won't just be the metaverse. It'll be I'm, I'm in the metaverse the same way you say I'm online. It'll be that type of lingo. So I'm excited to have this conversation to let you know how we think in the, uh, about the metaverse, how we see it, innovations that we believe are coming, innovations that we've seen. And I hope you take you down this journey so that you can understand and be able to to, to catch it before it's too late. Peace, everybody. Uh, Slice Ice checking in. One third of the biggest crypto player ever, MetaV Academy. And um, I'm looking forward to this conversation tonight. Um, you know, we use the metaverse as a tool, uh, as a place for us to be able to, you know, have entertainment, uh, to learn together, reconvene, and just build build as a whole. So like the bro said, this, this is the new internet. And... Uh, we're going to get into it in depth tonight. And, uh, you know, shout out to everybody that's listening right now and watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do y'all think we need to probably get a phone to Amir so they can see all of us if this going to be an NFT instead of them just seeing yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, when it comes question time, we'll bring it So back. what we're going to do, we're going to give the phone because I see y'all saying we can only see you, brother, being in the mic. So I'm going to get a phone to brother Amir and uh, he'll, he'll, he'll hold it and point it to us. Yeah, okay. There we go. <clears throat> so, um... A lot of this stuff, man, when it comes to making money and benefiting from this and, 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 and the metaverse and things of that nature, start off with crypto. Um, so I want us to, for the, somebody who don't know what's going on, they, they older, uh, just not hearing about this. What is crypto and what is the blockchain for a, a fifth grader? Yeah, so uh, I'll take that one. Um, to to kind of start off, to, to give you an understanding of what cryptocurrency is and, and where it comes from. I'll start with Bitcoin and kind of give you the understanding 
of why they're here because most people have heard of Bitcoin by now. Heard of Bitcoin, you own some Bitcoin. I think I saw a report like 25% of, of, of families in the U.S. own some type of Bitcoin. So when, when we look at Bitcoin, we go back to about 2008, 2009. Uh, some of us remember the, where we had the, the start of the recession where, you know, people lost a lot of money when, when you know, retirement funds and, and, and bank accounts and different things, investments were depleting because of the recession of the, of the mortgage, mortgage crisis. And because of that, there was a lot of things that, that, that were being said as far as, you know, people, humans uh, mishandling money or uh, causing errors or selling faulty mortgage or whatever the case. But there was a lot of human error involved. So there was a white paper. A white paper is just kind of an understanding guideline, a, a rollout, so you can understand what the, the project is about, how it's going to roll out, and what you can expect from it. So that white paper was released uh, in, uh, I believe it was like October of 2008. And uh, basically described and said, hey, we, we don't need all these people to be involved in our money system because they, they, they causing problems, they messing up things, they costing us money. We can put a, a, a protocol, a computer program in place that doesn't require humans to be involved and it's going to make it happen every single time and put it on the blockchain. Now, when we look at the blockchain, the blockchain is, is a series of blocks, a series of data information. And it's just like if, if, if I... I start a conversation, right, and I tell him, and he tell him, he tell the next person, right. That conversation started with with me, and he, if 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 it's changed in between there, then we know that it's not accurate from the beginning. So what we're looking at is being able to store data, being able to to transact data, so that it can't be changed, it can't be hacked, it can't be manipulated. If this happens then this must happen. So when we look at cryptocurrency, we look at blockchain, we're talking about a currency. We know currency is just used to trade, to buy things, to get access to certain things, just a means of transacting. So we got a cryptic form of currency on the blockchain. So when you make a transaction, you know that that's what it is. You're the only person that, that owns that, 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 that currency in your wallet. You have access to it. So if you want to make a, a transaction with somebody who lives across the globe and they have access to a, a, a crypto wallet, Bitcoin wallet, Ethereum wallet, Tron wallet, Mana wallet, whatever the case may be, you can send that to them without needing to wait on, wait on the bank to say, yeah, uh, you know, we'll send it. We, you got international fees. Peer to peers directly from one person to the next. You're not needing nobody to tell you what you can do with your money, how you can do it with your money. It's your money, and it allows you to have control over it in a cryptic environment where it can't be hacked, can't be changed, so that you can maneuver and transact the same way you would with what we know is cash or fiat currency so it sounds like it's its own currency but what the blockchain does is allows it to be transparent correct to where you ain't gotta you know wonder what's happening any transaction that's happening it can't be basically hidden um no one man or no one organization is controlling it so you make it fully transparent which is i think is the benefit of it being on the blockchain per se right yeah. decentralized decentralized so it's decentralized what does that word mean decentralized even if we got to get out uh, so 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 give you a simple example uh a form of centralized would be if i was to text iggy right now even though we sitting right here next to each other the text would hit the satellite before it hits his phone that's centralized it's going off of one server so it's a single point of failure single point of entry um, with decentralized, it's multiple um, participants or nodes within the network, right? So let's say all four of us are on a network. Well, it's more secure than it would have been if it was just us two. 
So with it being decentralized, it needs permission from all of us at one time in order to make something happen. So it's impossible to uh to make something happen uh without the permission of everybody on the network, especially when you have thousands of nodes or participants on the network. So that's why uh decentralization is a lot more um secure when you're talking about being able to handle data or handle uh finances. Now I'm picking up on what y'all saying. You using this word nodes. What what does this mean when you say nodes? Define that for us and break it down. So 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 a node would basically be uh a participant, someone who's within the network uh doing a function. So like let's say uh Bitcoin mining for example. Um in order for a transaction to go through, you need multiple nodes multiple uh, approving yeah, approving the transaction and, and those transactions being approved goes through the system and that's you know, they get rewarded with Bitcoin for mining the Bitcoin pretty much. Now when you say they get approved, what is this approval what what is this approval process? Uh and I'ma just throw something out there. Let's say I'm one of the nodes. Can I say just cause I don't like you, no, I ain't gonna approve it. Like how like because you're saying basically centralizes boom is being controlled by somebody, but now you're saying a node is somebody that got to approve it, which is still a human being. So kind of clear. Well, no, it's, it's more of a system thing. So I, I, I okay. let's take it. So you can think of it like the best way to kind of think of it is like all right. So when you when you look at uh, when you look at like uh, the banks, right? So the banks. That's a centralized point, right? There's there's a middleman. So to kind of like to sum it up for people to make it a little more, you know, digestible, uh, you look at the bank and it's it's a it's a centralized point. Like it's a third party. I gotta I gotta hand I gotta hand them the money. You know, they're gonna take the money. They're gonna put it in an account. So now when we dealing with blockchain, right? That's why that's why cryptocurrency is. Of, is also not just a form of currency, but it's an asset that appreciates and depreciates too because it's ran through the blockchain, which is ran by who? The people, which is us, right? So now when we talk about, now when you're talking about nodes, nodes are just basically, uh, they're like, uh, they're in the, the, the different ma- machines like that, that are mining the crypto, right? So like they're the ones that's approving the transactions, but you can enter into you can enter into a protocol as a node too, um, but it's just a it's just a it's just a part of the actual protocol, the actual code. Uh, that's what a node would be like. So, so basically, now when we look at um, when we look at centralization versus decentralization, right? And we look at when we when you hear people talking about smart contracts, right? So, like a lot of people, they they tend to talk about smart contract protocols. So a smart contract protocol is not necessarily just because because it's just a protocol, it's a code, right? It's not like just because you hear somebody say smart contracts and this and that and the third, it doesn't it doesn't mean that the protocol is actually a smart. You know what I'm saying? Like it just means that it's just another word or another form of saying like this is code. So if like what Iggy was saying earlier, like the bro was saying, he was like, you know, if this happened, then this must happen. Right, that's what a smart contract. Yeah, so a perfect example would be a vending machine, right? When you walk up to a vending machine, and um, and you take a dollar and you put a dollar in the vending machine, and then you you press B two, and then you get your you know your Doritos or your or your water out of the vending machine. 
there's no there's no third party. There's no there's not another uh, uh, human that's gonna take that take that uh, cash from you. The machine takes the cash, right? And then, so so if it, I'm so if I'm understanding this correctly, instead of it being a person, it's a it's a well put together system that's put together. So we dealing with mathematics, not people. We dealing with yep. if yep. you if you send this on your MetaMask, there's already something programmed, which was a protocol or the smart mm-hmm. contract Correct. that's going to correspond with whatever the sending thing is and mm-hmm. make it happen. So that's what makes it decentralized. It's not a person. It's just a system that we pretty much in, and it's going to do it by itself. Whether for a human is there or not. Now the human may be there, maybe to have the. I think they got like laptops and they got to have a certain amount of storage and that's how you earn the Bitcoin by mining or something like that, right? Yeah, they have, yeah it's, it's they machinery. Have yeah, machinery. Yeah, like oh, so you got different like forms of mining. You got liquidity mining and then you got the the, the hardware mining. Right. So the hardware mining would be Bitcoin. Liquidity mining would be more so the yield farming. Uh, basically getting paid for your money sitting there for, for borrowing money. and lending. Yeah. So you let's know? break down uh, Bitcoin mining. What is that? I don't want to get too deep into it because it's, it's really complex when you start getting into it. But but basically, it's it's a reward system uh, for allowing your hardware to approve transactions. So they they basically pay you in Bitcoin for approving the transactions so, in Bitcoin. So like when it when it comes to like in, in a sense, the mining is 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 a, a bunch of computers that are on the network. These super nodes who are competing to solve this mathematical equation. Yeah. The transaction they want to confirm it. They, they, they want to they want to confirm it as fast as possible. Yeah. And so I, I got my computer is 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 working confirmed. He got his computer and it's solving all these different mathematical equations until it proves this transaction to be true. Mm-hmm. Whichever one is the first, which to approve it, that computer that node gets the reward, which earns that Bitcoin. Okay, which is now, how start, that now start right there. Now, now this computer that you got, you're not necessarily doing you're not doing no. the math yeah. it's it's the system it's your easy. your computer basically just being it's, used yeah, it's, as using, a system. It as, yes. it's yeah. using it as a vessel to to pretty much get the job done okay so it's it, uh, another another way to look at um i don't mean to cut your wisdom bro uh, another way to look at it is is uh, like smart contracts and and systems is a atm machine mm-hmm. so you go to atm machine you put your card in you put your pin code in you, you you tell it how much it is, and the system processes and spits it out. The difference is somebody can hack the vending the the ATM machine, change the code up so where it starts operating still uh, as as a as a code, but starts uh, sending out opposite numbers. Or you put in twenty, it's not a hundred. You put in a hundred, it's not twenty. With the blockchain protocol, with the blockchain code is on there, and it can't be changed. It can't whatever it is locked in there. Once it's deployed on the blockchain, mean. Once it's uploaded to the blockchain and this the, the contract uh, is locked, then it can't be changed. So whatever it's programmed to do, it does that, which gives us that uh, uh, a code of trust. Mm-hmm. Me know that this is gonna be like that. That's what they say it's gonna do. And if I if it worked for me, it got to work for you. It got to work for him because it's one code accessing and processing on the same thing from. And it's the exact same code that was uploading there. So every tra- if a transaction goes through over here, if it's true over here, it got to be true over there. Period. So it, it gives that that layer of 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 evenness and put kind of evens a playing field for the the average person. Now, being and there's being two forms. Uh, I was gonna say there's two forms of security. You know, you got you got what's called y'all can y'all can do y'all you know do your research on this, but it's called the census algorithm is one form of security and then you have what's called a peer-to-peer network right so uh the best way i can explain this is that um 
the the way the census algorithm works is basically like what Iggy was talking about earlier. The blockchain is a, is a, it's it's a uh, it's a, it's a system of blocks. Basically, like they're all you know competing to you know verify a transaction. So if at any point um, somebody tries to go in and change one of these blocks, then the census algorithm is already gonna know before it, before the next block is able to to go on top of the uh, the the next one. Um, it's gonna automatic automatically pick it up and it's gonna revoke the transaction. That's why you have you have when you look at cryptocurrency wallets, you have you have uh you have different wallet addresses, right? You have a you have public addresses, you have a pro, uh you you also have private keys too, but you have public addresses, you have a receive address that's public and you have a send address, right? You can post your receive address anywhere across the web and if somebody decides they wanna, you know, send you some send you some crypto, then you just want some crypto, but they can't they can't hack First. into your, you know, they can't hack into that one address because that one is decentralized. Is, yeah. You know? Now, if you're using, um, you know, certain centralized platforms, then you, you know, or exchanges, leaving your money on exchanges, then you are vulnerable to hacks and things of that sort as far as yeah, those platforms yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother but, thing. But, see, I, I wanted to touch on what, what bro just said. That's very important because when people hear blockchain, they, they always wonder, what makes you trust it so much? Why would you leave thousands of dollars on there over leaving it in the bank? And it's the point that he just made. The technology is set up to where uh, it's going to it's not going to go any further if there's uh, if there's a discrepancy because of the way that it's set up. It's it's made to not self destruct, but to keep itself from self destructing. Mm. If you get what I'm saying? Man, that's, man, that's, look, man, look, 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 look. You, I'm finna go spiritual on you. Seen, real you Come seen on. you seen that movie Back to the Future, brother? Being I ain't seen it. Yeah, you, you heard about it. I you, heard about you know, it. You know, but you heard you know when you you in the past, and you, they say if you change something in the past, it affects the, the future. Mm, so right, in, right. in in the same way in the blockchain, if 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 I was able to hack faster than the data was being produced, and I would go back and change data back here in a block, then it would automatically change everything else moving forward because if you change the past you change the present and the future what the blockchain does say i well something being changed that transaction can't happen we ain't gonna let it because it's not true to what it is we say i just want to throw that in there it's, like, it's, it's, it's similar also, to dna yeah and then you also have to look at it like uh where i was getting that earlier too was um just explaining how it works like and you can kind of look at it like yelp you know what yelp is like when you go and uh you know, if you go to a restaurant, yeah, you go reviews, you know, the food's good or if the food's bad, right? You know, you leave a review, three-star, two-star, five-star, whatever, whatever. So you can look at the blockchain the same, uh, kind of in the same sense because all it is is it's networks, right? You have different networks, right? You have you have these multi, uh, multiplicity of different networks where people are participating on whether, you know, it being be using, you know, certain technology on, on whichever blockchain that they're on. But uh, you can look at it like Yelp because if somebody, we already know it's the Wild Wild West. Like you can easily get, you know, somebody seeing you some weird stuff in your DM, mm -hmm. and you think you finna win a whole bunch of crypto. Like you think you finna win one Bitcoin because they say NFTs. Oh, that's happening a lot with the NFTs right yeah. now. Yeah, like you you end up losing because there there it is the Wild Wild West. So you got people that's really out here like they really like. You know what I'm saying? They they scamming. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll take they'll take your crypto. They'll, they'll hack into your wallet. They'll do all of that. So you have to be very. Uh, yeah, we gonna get into that. Yeah, you have to be very very. Um, you gotta be very keen on like who you who you dealing who you dealing with in this space. You want to make sure that you know who you dealing with because 
not everybody's, you know, out to, you know, for your best interest. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, you could look at it like, yo, but if you have a network that is, um, uh, like I said, remember it goes back. There's two forms of security: this, the algorithm, census algorithm, and then also the peer-to-peer network. Right? It's a peer-to-peer network. So now, if you're if you if you enter into a network as a as a node, right? Um, and that network is uh is uh is a good network. What what you'll see happen is that you can look at it like it's like a village, like how they used to do. You know, uh, back in the day. You know, if you if you was if you was somebody and you came through the village and you was doing some some crazy stuff, they're gonna stone you. You know what I'm saying? That's how you can look at it. Like if you're in a network of, of people who's like, oh, like, all right, I try to sell you. I'm I'm selling you this uh this microphone, right? And we gonna exchange we gonna exchange uh in crypto. So you gonna pay me in in crypto? Well, I have to make sure this microphone works. So there has to be a code of trust and there has to be integrity within the transaction. I have to know as a seller that, hey, this microphone uh, is uh, is going to work, right? And then when you get the microphone, it works for, you know, it works for you. Um, but if it doesn't, then now there's a problem. And then now you can report that back to the network, right? And you can say, oh, uh, yeah, um, you know what, uh, J Crypto sold me some, you know, he sold me a microphone that wasn't, you know what I'm saying, that wasn't good. Now on my end, I would have to, I would have to have the integrity to say, hey, bro, uh, I'm going to send you the crypto back. You know what I'm saying? Or if I'm somebody that don't have no integrity, then, you know, now you're just going to go in like on Yelp and say, okay, you're going, that's a, that's a two-star rating. That's a one-star rating. That's a form of security. So and it's all blockchain. Everybody else in the so. network, they know not to, you know, not to go over there. But if, if there is, um, you know, good ratings, then people are going to continue to, you know, transact and do business within that ecosystem. And that's why you see now, so many of these these economies they're being built, you know, uh, in a decentralized form where you see a lot of these people they're putting up millions of dollars. Why do you think they putting up millions and millions of dollars on land? They're not doing it because they want it because just because it's an asset. They doing it because they can actually they can actually put that money over there as a way to you know get out of taxes and all type of stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? They're being smart about it. I want you to. Uh, I'm not a financial advisor by the way. <laughs> nobody. No. None of us are. None of us are. <laughs> so, so I want you to go back to what you said about uh, self destruction when it came to the uh, to the decentralization. You said it was a it was a phrase. You said I, I was basically saying like um the blockchain the way that the blockchain is set up is set to keep you from self destructing mm. um, because ultimately it'll hit a ceiling. It's like you can't go no further if you change something within the past. So it destroys a block moving forward, so you can't even move forward, basically. So I want us. To, so I'm a. I'm a. I'm a go a little bit different with this, and so I want to give y'all the definition of a protocol. Is is make sure that is the, is the camera on me back there? Y'all want me looking dead at your eyes? Okay, here we go. Protocol, the official procedure or system of rules governing affairs. Of state or diplomatic occasions. I'm gonna read that one more time. This is what a this is what a protocol is, and this is what keeps you from self-destructing. Uh, the official procedure or system of rules governing affairs of state or diplomatic occasions. Now I know we're talking about NFTs and we're talking about the blockchain, but what I want us to consider is um decentralized businesses. Mm-hmm. You see. 
decentralized relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think what this would do is allow us to uh, have a system that governs our affairs so that we're never in a position where we have to um, uh, deal with emotions. Uh, because now when you deal with the, when we dealing with the blockchain, you know, with the blockchain, we're not dealing with human beings. We're not dealing with, you know, third parties, seeing marriages and relationships and businesses. They always say it's the third party that got involved. It was somebody mm -hmm. outside that got involved. So I think we should not just study NFTs and metaverse to, and blockchain to see how um, we can be successful in this, but study this to see how we can be more successful in our team building, be more successful in our relationships, be more successful in other things that we have to govern. Because now when a problem comes up, we're not dealing with slice. What do you think? We're not dealing with Justin. What do you think? We're not dealing with Iggy Ben. What do you think we're dealing with? Let's go back to the rules and protocol that govern our affairs. And I think that'll be able to keep things together to where we ain't got to have trust all the time we dealing with the with the black and white. Now, now, now that goes back to uh brand trust. Uh, by having brand trust, it's the same as if you order uh something from the Nike store online. You you at the if you order something at the Nike store online from their website, you're trusting the fact that you've already got um high quality goods from them. So you don't have to get a guarantee or know that it's going to be good. You just have brand trust in Nike or their policy or return policy. So the blockchain pretty much works the same way. You're having trust in the person you're dealing with peer to peer that they're going to come through with whatever they say they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, I was saying, get it because uh, it's the audio will be better if you, if you look bit closer. Uh, so let's, let's go into uh, Bitcoin. You, you said yielding Bitcoin. Yield, yield? yield farming. Yield farming. So what is Bitcoin yield farming? So, so, uh, yield farming is, is pretty much, so you can look at yield farming, mining and staking is interchangeable. You know, um, they all pretty much do different things, but they got the same function and function and they can all work together. So, uh, the mining, we already spoke about what mining is, um, yielding, yielding would be, um, being able to sit your, sit your money there like a savings account. Now yeah. go, no, go ahead. You you just you know you they they basically paying you in rewards in crypto so um instead of them paying you in fiat whatever they paying you is going to appreciate over time anyway so uh let's say they're paying you in uh Cardano and Cardano shoots up you know that's just what it is that's what they was paying you in so your overall portfolio shoots up from that point because they're paying you in the asset versus uh the fiat um staking staking is pretty much the same exact thing you know. It's all. That's why I say it's all interchangeable. Okay. So when when it comes to 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 yielding, like by definition, it's the action to produce or deliver uh, goods, services. So if you're yielding your money, right? If you're yielding your money, your crypto, then you're providing your crypto as an asset is for them to utilize. Basically, it's, it's almost like you're investing in the belief of this particular blockchain, this particular token, this particular project. So yielding your crypto, allowing them to leverage that to go on and, and build from it. And your return from that is a promise of a reward. So it's, it's saying, okay, you yield your money. We're going to go utilize, you yield your crypto. We're going to go utilize that. And because you yield this and you yielded it in this time frame prior to, or 
or XYZ, then we're going to give you this amount of return. The same way kind of being an angel investor. You believe in, you know, the earlier you believe, the riskier it is, but the bigger the reward is on, on the return. So it's there. It's instead of people just mining to approve the transaction, they say, hey, if y'all believe it, y'all can yield y'all money to us, and we'll go off and we'll do this. And it's all done by blockchain and smart contract protocol. So when you put your money up, it goes into the smart contract. You yield your money into the smart contract. And once... Uh, once it execute whatever it says it's supposed to based on the white paper, based on the, the phases, once that happens, then your money is yielded back to you and your returns as as, as well. Um, for, for, for somebody thinking, man, why would I get into Bitcoin and crypto when I just seen uh, yesterday or the other day, Bitcoin went down 8%, 10%. Ethereum just went down 10%. I put $100 in. Now I only got seventy dollars. Now my yeah. Bank of America account, I put a hundred dollars in. I still got a hundred. So why in the world would I buy some Bitcoin? What, what would y'all so, say? So so this something we got to remember. Um, just as much as it can shoot up, it can go down. So um, when you're dealing with it, you just want to make sure that for one, of course, you're doing proper risk management. You know, um, never putting your last, never putting anything that you you're not willing to lose. But also knowing that. This, I'm going to give y'all an experiment to do this for everybody watching right now. Um, you can go on any charts and look at any asset, but we're just going to use Bitcoin as an example because it has history. If you look at when it um, when it looked like it's crashing and it goes down, I want you to switch it from, you know, an hour or a day to uh, a month or a year and look at how it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't look like the same effect. It looks more of a blemish than a crash you know now crash is when you put it on a year or years and it, it go all the way down that's that's a bad look because it's always going to be based in comparison to what is done over time mm-hmm. so that's that's an experiment people can do to pretty much uh see what's going on so even when it looked like it's for example uh if you're somebody who is uh used to uh playing playing football and a tackle you know, to somebody that never played football, a tackle is the worst thing in the world. But if you practicing every day and you play football every day, you know, it's just a part of the game. So that's that's a, that's how I like to look at it with the market, you know. That's good. That's good. So uh, just, just to kind of veg back off of that, you was like, okay, why why would I want, like, crypto or Bitcoin? Well, like we said, well, definitely Bitcoin went down, you know, uh, 10% went down, you know, a few thousand dollars. But we have to understand, you know, if we look at year over year, what was it this time last year? It was less than twenty thousand mm. dollars, right? And so, right, if how we got, I got, I got a hundred dollars here in the U.S. How much is your hundred dollars worth in China? How much is your hundred dollars worth in Belgium, Australia? But if I got one Bitcoin, my Bitcoin is one Bitcoin is one Bitcoin is one Bitcoin, no matter where I am in the world. Mm. So if 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 we're looking at the the understanding of it's a currency and an asset, then anywhere in the world I can transact with this cryptocurrency. Anywhere in the world I can leverage this cryptocurrency, this asset, to be able to get some yen, to be able to to tra- change that and go and and, and get a, a a British pound or, or whatever the case may be. With with a hundred dollars, I know that it is it's it's going down. The, the, we look at the dollar, we understand the charts. Look at the charts; it's decreasing in value on a daily basis. We hear people talking about inflation, meaning it being inflated, uh, inflated price. We know that it's going down. It's not. It's uh, for it to go back up. It's not a. It's not a high chance, if any chance, for my hundred dollars be worth more than a hundred dollars just because I got a hundred dollars. 
but with that cryptocurrency, with that asset, I not only can utilize it globally, but I can also have the benefit of leveraging it to increase it, to, to, to utilize it in certain aspects, but it has a much higher upside because of the belief of the people and the more people participating inside of it, and it has <clears throat> the, um, the ability again, to be used globally. And that actually was the point that I was going to make. Um, our money that's in the bank decreases every day. We just don't see it. So although we still see $100, that $100, what it was worth last week or last year, Although you may still see the digital number, but it's not worth the same. This is why, um, this is what he means by inflation. The Federal Reserve is printing off dollars. It's printing off bills every day, which is what's driving the value of the dollar down. Bitcoin is not printing off or, or, or mining millions of... 21 million. Yeah, it's, it's a certain amount. It's almost, like, it's almost like digital gold. It's only so mm -hmm. much that you have that's in that's circulation. And so that's what actually is what makes it valuable. And so when you think about that dollar, yeah, you don't see your dollar going down, but it's like back in the day, you could get gas for a certain mm -hmm. price. Now it's a lot higher. Back then you can get milk and cookies uh, for, <laughs> for a certain price back in the day. But now you can't back in the day. I can go to the movies. We had a, <laughs> we, <laughs> I was thinking, shout out to Bernie Mac. But yeah. we, we, got a, we had a dollar. We used to be able to go to the movies for a dollar. But shoot, now, you know, it's $12, $14 for a ticket. So that's not because necessarily price is rising. Yes, prices are rising, but it's because the dollar is actually falling. Now, takes me to my next question. Um, what causes cryptocurrency to go up and down outside of, you know, you know, China done said they don't want it no more. So people get scared and sell it. But what causes it to go up and down? Um, So... It's 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 basically the way you can look at it. It's like uh, depending on what blockchain it is, but number one, transactions. So the amount of transactions that are happening on a certain blockchain is one way that defines um, when you know the market goes up or down. Also, uh, how many people are participating on the network? Uh, that's another way. Now, when you look at getting into like blockchains like Ethereum, right? When, when we look at Ethereum or we look at the Tron blockchain or some of these other blockchains where uh you can um you can uh you can actually code like they have developers on these on these blockchains, which means um these developers are doing what? They're creating use cases. They're creating technology on the blockchain which when they create the use cases, what are the participants going to do? They're going to utilize the technology on the blockchain. Okay, the way I got to stop you because I know they don't know what use cases is. What's a use case? A use case is like what an NFT is. A, a NFT is an example of a use case uh, for the blockchain, right? It's going to create what? It's going to create transactions. It's going to create uh, people to, to actually use the blockchain, right? So, like, for instance, when you mint, a, when you mint an NFT on the Ethereum blockchain, uh it's making that NFT exclusive to the Ethereum blockchain. So when somebody has to get that NFT, they gotta they gotta they gotta purchase the NFT through you know whatever currency that's on the Ethereum blockchain, which is you know a form of of a use case, right? We look at land, right? So buying land in the metaverse, um, they're creating these they're creating uh, these different metaverse platforms, right? Those are examples of use cases. Why? Because you got people participating in in the metaverse. On from a decentralized standpoint, which are also increasing the transaction, uh, the the amount of transactions and the volume um, uh, of transactions too as well. So all of that plays a role in it. Um, but but first and foremost, we always we always gotta uh, we always gotta 
when we're looking at blockchains, like if you want to decipher like what's what's a good blockchain to 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 uh you know get involved with over um you know per se another another blockchain over here or another altcoin like you always want to look at the technology behind the coin because the technology is what fuels the coin right um and that's what the use cases are so you know ethereum created they they had a number one the number one spot right now for the metaverse based you know decentralized world that's a use case you know what i'm saying they're doing stuff with insurance now that's another use case you know there's people you know on higher levels that are utilizing these different use cases which is the technology that are that's fueling the market and then more and more people when they see it it's just like you know, so let me ask you this: When you say way. use cases, are you saying like uh, it's is function? So, what is used for? Yeah, what is used? So like, for instance, it, he's sitting in a chair right now. A use case for this chair it could be is to to sit on like it is. If he you know turn it upside down and stand on it, now the use case for this is he's showing it can be used in the case to, for something to stand on. Mm, okay, so it's just okay. different page for people to utilize the actual cryptocurrency. So the metaverse is as one way people are utilizing the blockchain. NFTs is another way people are utilizing mm. cryptocurrencies itself. Another way people are utilizing the blockchain. So is this why they say okay? So excuse my language. But is this why they say stay away from shit coins? Because they saying these are coins that don't have a use. use they case. don't have any so, um, mm -hmm. so thing people, that think about think about those coins. People got to really be able to identify what a, a shit coin would be because sometimes people think because the price is low, it's a shit coin or it's new, it's a shit coin. But my personal opinion of a shit coin is uh, just a coin with no use. Like it it, it, it can no grow, it can grow in. It can grow in price, but that doesn't mean it grows in value. So, um, being that there's thousands of cryptocurrencies that come out daily, what's going to make people actually hold on to this coin? I got you know. You. And then also, let me veg you back out there too. Like what I want to say about the about the shit coins is, you know, uh, it takes it takes it takes shit to fertilize sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta look at that too. Like there's some coins like if you know if you know. That okay, the right timing on this coin, you know, like I, right, I'm finna get in this coin, and you know, you just trying to make a little quick flip. You can, you know, you can put some money in a shit coin and make, you know, I we done seen, you know, we done seen, seen some, some crazy numbers, bro. Like literally, like millionaires real being time. created, you know, in a day, a couple hours. Like they put in ten, twenty thousand dollars worth worth the, you know, you know, whatever, uh, whatever currency into a certain, you know, a certain coin or token. And them and shit, they walk out with you know half a million. You know so, what I'm saying? We so done seen it in real time. Why should people hold? Like, should my should should somebody pawpaw have crypto? Should 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 Granny Earl may have crypto? And why? Because I understand from a okay, um, you know, an NFT. I'm gonna be creative. I'm gonna add, you know, uh, maybe some unlockable content. We'll get to that. So I see why certain people may hold it, but should is crypto for everybody why should somebody who's an elder have it so this is what i say about the elders you know what i'm saying uh just depending on where they are you know like i mean help them out you know what i mean like you can you can create the wallet form and manage the wallet form you know that's how i see it you know because i mean i got like crypto wallet for for my daughter even though she already you know she already in the space you know she already 
building her own games on Roblox at nine right now. You know, that's another example of the metaverse. She already coding and doing all that. But like, um, but she's also she's I taught her and now she's also like teaching her, teaching her her mom how to utilize crypto. You know, so like, um, I guess what we would have to what we have to ide- identify is, you know, look at look at if it's something that, you know, you feel like, okay, they're capable of being able to maneuver through or if or if you can set them up a wallet. Like I have my like I have a wallet set up for my for like my parents. You know, like my mom, you know what I mean? So she, this is what I'm asking. Let's say let's say mama got a wallet. Okay, mama got a wallet. Is it just to say she got crypto? Is it because if she hold it, next day it can go up in percentage fast? So, like what's the purpose of so, it? So 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 like the the simplest way I try to tell people to uh enter the market is with stable coins, right? So if you sit a thousand dollars in the bank, you're not even gonna yield a whole fifty cent off of it within a year. Right. So if they was to sit it in a stable coin in crypto that doesn't go up or down, they'll at least make, you know, they'll make some money off of it because you get paid to borrow and to lend. And just for it sitting there, the APY is like you don't have to do anything. You could literally just sit it there and it'll appreciate. So oh, even with a stable coin? I don't know. Even with stable coins. Yeah. yeah. So um, the I just withdraw all my money out of, out of the account. Yeah, so so <laughs> you absolutely can. Some people do. We are, we are not financial advisors. Okay, so, let me ask you this: What would you do? This is this is this is this is the thing when it comes to the to the to the elders and the 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 access as far as crypto, because not only is it something that they'll be able to learn, they'll be able to hold on to, but when you understand crypto and you moving with a decentralized wallet, and I'm not talking about like a Robinhood, I'm like I'm talking about where you you actually own your what private. What about Exit? Is that a, that's a good one? Yeah, when, when anytime you they give you access access to your privacy keys and your seed phrases, then that is a wallet that that you own, and you and you can send that money from one wallet to another wallet. Robinhood, you own, you got Bitcoin, you got to sell that Bitcoin back to cash, and you can't move that it's crypto. It's not really Bitcoin, so it's contracts. It's, you're basically renting crypto. Yeah. But but what that what it is is you you have this cryptocurrency, and if 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 Papa got it, Papa can leave his privacy key, his seed phrases in his will to his grandkids. He can leave it to his to his children. He can take that and it can be in a trust, and you, it you know and, and have that to it go to 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 little Rayway when he turned eighteen years old, and that that cryptocurrency be valued at whatever. So absolutely, everybody should have it just to understand it. Even if you older, like well, you know, it's it's not the understanding of utilizing it right now, but putting something up in place because this is the new currency, this is the new assets, and being able to pass that on. To next generation is really uh, another use case for cryptocurrency. So, so basically, the average person should have, you know, don't put your whole life savings in it, but get you some because it's it's just another asset to yes. hold. And, and on top yeah. of that, it's is 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 so it's where the world's going. So, like, if you notice on the iPhone, um, they implemented something called wallets where your passport, your uh, your, your plane ticket, your 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 credit card, your debit cards, they did that to prime you for. Where it's going because that's pretty much it's it is it is yeah. it just is that's the new system you know yeah you could look at China and see what they're doing in China and tell you everything like in China like they don't even have they don't even carry no wallets or nothing over there no more like they literally just carry their phone and they scan everything just gonna they go don't there. use paper money no more so I was just they gonna go there they don't use paper money no more none of that and from to my knowledge I I mean don't quote me on this I. But I did read an article. I think they said that I think it's a Europe next year. So it's somewhere that 
Sept- by September 22, they no longer using paper paper currency no more. It's no Russia, gonna have or Europe. I think it's Europe. I think it's Europe. But yeah. So if we if you, go ahead. One of one of but yeah, yeah. No, one of US dollar already outlawed in over two hundred countries right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like they like it's it's certain countries right now. If you hand them a US dollar, they might swing on you. Like right. it's that serious. <laughs> but I but I wanna I, I was I don't wanna get all the way off subject on it because I did I was using that as an example to to explain when onboarding into the space, right? Like you was asking like, okay, should they have this crypto? Well, you don't necessarily have to take your life savings out, but what you can do is get accustomed to having some crypto in a wallet and learning how to maneuver mm-hmm. in the space, right, with a little bit of crypto. And then as you are learning, right, then the next step is you can start transitioning from, you know, uh, just having a little bit in, in a wallet and then you can put a little bit more in there. You learn how to maneuver with stable coins and things of that nature, you know, so that way, like, you're not just having all your having all your 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 money going directly into you know these assets that appreciate and depreciate you know all the time every day you know 24/7 so let me ask you this now because you see a stable coin don't go up and down it does but it's like it's a stable coin so it's parallel to the US dollar so if it goes if it goes if it has any movement it's literally like based if the market is just completely horrible if the market it could go down maybe a percent you know what I mean? That's the highest I think I ever seen it go down was like one percent. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, like it's gonna it's gonna normally just stay stable wherever it's at, wherever you um, whatever you have in there. You won't see it go from if you got a hundred dollars in there and that's and this in the stable coin, unless some drastic you know event just happens, something just you know unfortunate, you will never see it go down to you know. Uh, uh, sixty dollars from a hundred dollars mm-hmm. or nothing like like you won't see yeah. nothing crazy. Yeah, it, it ain't gonna. Yeah, it ain't gonna never be, you know, nothing crazy like that. So okay, so um, let's let's move into um. What are some what are some cryptos that y'all see that have good user cases for the people out there that saying okay, I'm I'm understanding and and we know y'all not we not financial advisors, but from y'all perspective, what have y'all seen that. Okay, this got a good use case. Okay, yeah. this got it, and a lot of people the, are using the top it. one. I would say, um, just you know, in general, there there's a number, and I'm sure that you know they're gonna get into. That's what I'm saying. Does it? It's the first one. It don't really got a use case, but but the reason why it's lit is because they got the mind. You got the mind there. I mean, it's the mother of all the cryptos. So yeah. It's like, its use case is a store. Yeah, it's a store of value. Yeah. Look at it. Look at it as like gold. Of yeah, yeah, crypto. Yeah. It's the first. It's where the value is being stored. You storing your value and goes like that. But if I would, if I would say a good cryptocurrency with a great use case, I would of course say uh, Ethereum. Very, very bullish on Ethereum. And the reason is because. And, it, and before we go on, what does bullish mean? Because everybody don't know what. Yeah, I'm. Um, I, I have a, a strong belief. When we, we talk about a bull market and a bear market, when you talk about a bull market, a bull got horns that go in it. Rare up a bear, bear down on you. So that's the difference between a, when you talk about somebody, somebody say a bearish market, the market's going down, it's being a bear, bear down on the bullish market, horns going up, it's you know, bull. So I'm when that's I say I'm very, very, very bullish on Ethereum, that I have a, a, a very strong belief that it's going to continue to increase in value. And the reason I say is because of the use cases, because there are developers who are developing all types of protocols and smart contracts and technologies on Ethereum blockchain. Bitcoin doesn't allow you to 
integrate and build on top of and layer on top of it. It's just the protocol. This is what it is. It's the cryptocurrency. It's the asset. It stores the value. Ethereum, I can take and I can integrate this technology that communicates over here with a smart contract and automatically program this over here. Or they can do that over there and we can work together. So it allows people to integrate within it. And it's this the, the first use case of that being possible. And there are other blockchains that are being developed and have similar use cases, but it's the first one with that particular use case. And there's a lot of developers who are on board. So when we when we talk about uh, you know price going up, it's really based on the participation, which ultimately boils down to the belief of the people. If the people believe in it, they're going to continue to support it. That good energy, the the, the currency is going to go in it, so it's going to continue to rise based off of that. So I would absolutely say Ethereum. I think that's. I think that's good. You know, we we ain't gonna give them all the game on this live. You know what I'm saying? But it, but any, it, I say this: like, if you want to look at some coins, look into a lot of the metaverse coins right now. So, so let me, so let me ask y'all this: uh, with with the with the cryptos, um, somebody may not be into NFTs, but if something has a good use case, and let's say I, I'm I'm not ready to get into all the intricate and get a, get an NFT and all this, but I wanna. I'm gonna just put five thousand. I'm gonna put ten thousand. I'm gonna put a good amount of money into the Ethereum. Is that a good investment so I can have me? Because if you gotta, if I, if you gotta use this Ethereum anyway, one, I start to benefit off of all these use cases. Is that, is, would, that is that the logic? We would say so. We wouldn't. I'm not a financial you, but, advisor, but I would agree with that. But statement. yeah, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> not a financial advisor <laughs> but by any means. By any means, but. I would say if you are going to make that decision, just make sure, like, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to put 5 or 10K in Ethereum, put 10K over there and forget about it being there. You know what I'm saying? Because you're saying that it's going to go to 10 million. I'm just saying. All right, so what about- or, or you can go 50-50. You can stabilize 5,000 and the other 5,000 go ETH and just, and just rock out. So if the market do go down- you still got some leg room, or you can buy some up while it's low, make back what you lost. You know, it's a, it's a lot of ways you can play the market. You know, so is, does that same logic apply to the decentraland? Because and I and I want y'all to describe decentraland. I know we're gonna get in crypto voxels and all that, but what is decentraland? And then I know we got the 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 is it mana or mana mana mana. If somebody as, as people come and they build on this decentraland, if I hold if I hold that crypto, um. Am I am I like at the base level? So I know. So here's my here's my point. If I got land, right? Mm-hmm. I don't bought land on decentralized. So when somebody comes and build build on it, I'm getting paid, right? But what if I actually own the crypto? Mana is that the same principle that as they build, I get so, I get paid too. So think of it like this, right? Um, just a, a, and and this this like simple, real simple. Imagine you want to buy uh the biggest plot of land inside the central land, right? It's going to cost, you know, uh, minting names, all that costs in Decentraland, right? So if you was an early believer in mana, by you holding a, a, a large amount of mana, you have operability to do a lot more within the space. You know what I mean? So Chuck E. Cheese coins is a perfect example. Um, if Chuck E. Cheese coins was a crypto, it'd be booming because the use case is you you use it to play the games inside of uh Chuck E. Cheese and then you can also win prizes, which all of it still come back to Chuck E. Cheese tokens. So they got an actual currency that that works and it's it somehow it has uh it has it has enough value to where it can be exchangeable with US dollars. Exactly. Same as V Bucks on uh is it Fortnite? That's Fortnite. 
Ro- yeah, yeah. It's just like V Bucks on Fortnite. Two K. You know what I'm saying? Robux, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, I want you to go deeper into this Chuck E. Cheese thing because I think that's the best way to kind of explain yeah. this. Go, go ahead, bro. Break down how, because you got currency. You got $50, $100. You finna take your daughters and, and your sons to Chuck E. Cheese. You trade in your $100 for Chuck E. Cheese um, coin. Which, and, is, which is not U.S. dollars at that point. It's, it's at the value of whatever works in that ecosystem. Yeah. Mm, okay. The U.S. dollar don't matter no more. It's just about how many tokens you got and what can you get with these tokens and they have and 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 when you trade it in for these uh tokens they have their own products that exactly. only accepts exactly this coin Bre- break that down yeah. i think that's going yeah you just broke it so so like and when you when you when you walk into chuck e cheese you're walking and you are will, willingly giving up your us currency to get access to the chuck e cheese tokens so that you can participate in their ecosystem mm-hmm. In order to participate in the ecosystem, you got to be able to participate with their currency. You got to put their tokens in the machine. When you got a machine, then they give you the tickets, and you go to the tickets and you exchange for the prizes. You can't come in there and just go straight to the prize and be like, let me get that. You got to go and participate in the ecosystem. So if, like you said, if, if Chuck E. Cheese, if the token was an actual cryptocurrency, I may say, man, I may not want to go to Chuck E. Cheese and, and play in there and, and spend it, but I may want to buy up some currency because I know that, that people are going there. So from a you, there's a lot of use cases because people are using it. So the more they use it, the the more popular it will be, the more people will participate, the more people will believe in it. Ooh, so it may increase the value. So is this kind of like NFTs where if I come in, okay, let's say I come in, right? And 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 let's say, let's say Chuck E. Cheese not only got his own token, but it got a limited amount of tokens. Mm-hmm. So it only got, this particular Chuck E. Cheese only got 250,000 tokens. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go in and I'm going to buy 50,000 of them things. Yeah. So now when new, when people coming in, because I hold it, so many people is wanting to get in. That raises the value mm-hmm. of the tokens that I mm-hmm. got hold to. So I may have got them for, I may have got 50,000 or 250 tokens mm-hmm. for, let's say, uh, two thousand dollars, but because I hold it and more people is coming to Chuck E. Cheese, now I can sell it to them for. Because you hold a supply and they man, got the fifty thousand. So and that's uh, that's why the so, NFT is, NFT is just, a, just a token. It's like a yeah. non-fungible yeah. token. That's why it's so called. It operate the same. It's just a token. Well, I don't yeah. crack the. It, hey, <laughs> it, 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 is it making sense now? Let me know if it's making sense for me. Now, now, now press now, one if it's making sense. Yeah, press one. Now, now watch yeah, this. Uh, Monopoly has a similar effect. Mm-hmm. Now with Monopoly. You got to participate in the ecosystem with the dollars. Now, this is something a lot of people don't know. Monopoly dollars are actually worth a little bit more than the U.S. dollar right now because mm-hmm. it's a collector's item. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you can exchange Monopoly money <laughs> and actually get more U.S. dollars than you would get for what it was worth when you when it first came out, basically. Mm-hmm. It appreciated it be- in is, value. Is it because Monopoly going out? It's limited. It's only so many of limited. them. Original ones. How many people watching? Oh, we make it, we it's make it it's only it's only so many original ones out there. So so Dang, that being crazy. a collector's item, it's an NFT basically. You get what I'm saying? So it, it's gonna grow in value. So that same that same game that I don't know how much it cost back in the day might be worth upwards thousands of dollars later on down the line. And people, if it comes with the money, it might be worth more than just having the board game. You get what I'm saying? Mm, okay, so, so let me let me let me let me try to tie a bow with this thing. Would Chuck E. Cheese be considered? A NFT project. It is why I'm saying that because you need your own. 
NFT, right? I mean, it's an you, ecosystem. You need your own NFT. You, you, they say build your Discord, so you need your own community. It'll be more and like a blockchain. And you need uh uh like I'm gonna say unlockable content. Mm-hmm. So now you got your unlockable content. When you get it, boom, you unlock this, or you have access to buy this uh, toys, whatever the case may be, videos in the metaverse or NFT. Uh, you got your own community, and you got your and you got your e-commerce. So when people say I'm launching my NFT project. Is it is these the things that's required? Your own your own NFT, your own currency, your own community, and something for the community to buy? Is that is y'all? Well, it, don't, it don't have to be your own currency. There, there's there's three things that you need in when you launch an NFT. Right, you need your your ad- advertising that, that builds your audience. Then that audience, you drive them to a place where they can become a community. And in, in that community, you educate them on what your, your NFT is about, what your project is about, what it is that it's going to do when the rollout date is so that they can you can build that belief in that community to participate. So a better example of the NFT project at Chuck E. Cheese would actually be the birthday party. And it, Chuck E. Cheese would actually be the blockchain that, that the actual NFT project is participating on. Mm. And so when you come in, you when you, you, you had your birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese, you come in, you, you people that come to your birthday party, they got to use the Chuck E. Cheese token. They got to go and participate because they came to your project and your project is just being, if you, if you, now if you had your birthday party outside, you then, your project would, you wouldn't be able to participate in mm-hmm. what's going on. But if it's in there, it, that's, that's what I think would better be. Okay. But yeah, I was, cause I was about to ask y'all, do y'all think that the tokens are non-fungible? At, at, I was, so, that's so the experience would be non-fungible. Okay. Pretty much. So, so that's why you said birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you only going to turn eight one time. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's, is the experience would be non-fungible, but that's the thing about NFTs is never the art or the file that you get or the unlockable It's the access. So, uh, if you're if you're unlocking access to a non fungible non fungible experience or um a non fungible collectible or a, a non fungible um receipt, you know it's it's so many ways it can go. Um, so it's just it's just a a form of engagement to be able to engage with you know uh, your audience. And to much. break it down, what because we kind of don't went into NFT. What does non fungible token mean? For the audience, just uh, meaning it can't be altered. So, for example, uh, when we say land, virtual land, that virtual land is an NFT. So, um, and it's a utility NFT on top of that. So, it's the only token. When you go look at the token number, it's the only token number that's tied to that uh, to that uh, piece digital of land, plot. that digital plot. It can't be another plot with that token number out there. Mm. But with a fungible token. We all can have Bitcoin. We all can have Tron. We all it's not like a unique number that says it's the exact one you got. You just got a Tron token. So in you other know. words, if I got a dollar and he got a dollar, it's worth the same exact amount. But if he has an NFT and I got an NFT, it may be worth different, you know, different amounts. It's not the exact same. Which takes me to my next question. If I have a screenshot, let's say y'all got some art. Um and and you got some art. Uh because I know that's what a lot of people may be thinking. I could just screenshot the picture. What makes it non-fungible at that point? Is it the experience in the unlockable content that makes it non-fungible? What makes it non-fungible? Because everything on the blockchain is transparent. It's an open ledger. So um, if you're the artist and you're the actual artist or the creator of the the actual piece of artwork when it's minted, when somebody somebody who knows the blockchain, they're gonna know to go 
to to your OpenSea account or your Rarible account or wherever you minted this NFT at, and they're going to know like that it came from your wallet because they can just look on the blockchain. Okay, and hold that thought. When you say minted, what does minted mean for the people who don't know? That's just that's just putting your uh, you know, putting your your NFT artwork on the on the blockchain that's on whatever the, the creation. It's the it's the cement. It's yeah. the cement. It's Think just, of it as a cement. It's another word yeah. for creating. Yeah. yeah it's creation process. Like hidden upload. Yeah. Launch. Yeah, that's but all it, it is. But it can never be changed. Like yeah. Hey, we're talking about with smart contracts. It's cement. It's permanent. Yeah. So another another way to to kind of talk about that is for us. The the value of an NFT would you know we look about look at rare baseball court cards right or if we look at exclusive J's right just be, you got you got you know the 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 J's that that, that launched the retros they launched right they got some some that kind of look like them but they ain't the same thing and the people go when they the sneakerheads when the people that know they gonna go they gonna look they gonna inspect the shoe they gonna look at it now nah, this not an original so the value mm. is not worth the same that's good that's a good know? example. They go. They gonna show. See if you if you if you Jordan doing the splits yeah, or not. Yeah. You, you, you Jordan doing the splits. It ain't nothing. Nah. So 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 a step further. So like, remember when you was talking about the screenshots? You don't have to do none of that. You could literally say, okay, oh, you got them. How many pair of those is? Oh, it's ten pair. What's your token ID? Mm-hmm. The token ID is gonna is gonna. I can go. I can pull it up. Right I can pull it up. Look it right up. Or let me. What's your wallet? Let me see your wallet. All right, let me go see if that's sitting in your okay, wallet. Okay. Now 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 here here I come in the game. Okay. Now what make? Cause see that took branding to get to that level of Jordan. Hey man, you got the real Jordan because some shoes I don't care if you got the fake ones or the or the, or the real ones. But Jordan got a certain type of brand to where it it, it raises the value if you got the authentic piece. Uh, Allen Allen Iverson's brand. Kobe Bryant's Le- LeBron James brand made it to where I want a rare Allen Iverson card. I ain't, I ain't trying to get a Sean Bradley mm-hmm. card. I don't care if you got the so so with so with the with this whole NFT thing. Talk about the branding part that's needed to make your project or your NFT oh. valuable. So so I I really want Iggy to take that, but I would I would say this. Uh, if y'all familiar with what a secondary market is, if you can create a secondary market with your product, that's 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 everything by itself. Uh, you know, when you go get these Jordans, right? Let's say um, some new Jordans came out, and this store only has five pair, and you go buy all five pair at the price of two hundred dollars a piece. Now you reselling them for eight hundred dollars a piece. Same with the Playstations. Mm-hmm. That's the secondary Somebody market. Sure got me for seventeen hundred for the PS Five. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't even play it, man. It got me good. <laughs> no, nah, I was seven hundred. My bad, I'm lying. I'm about to say, damn, bro, bitch. <laughs> no, nah, they got you for a thousand. It was a thousand. Okay, that's still, that's still. But he got, he got his earlier. Yeah, because it was so like right around the Walmart time. Walmart probably time. see Walmart probably had a little deal with PlayStation yeah. because they wasn't launching them in Walmart. Like, couldn't nobody get them in Walmart, so I had to get them from like a brother from Baltimore because it wasn't in the city nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Them bots too, though. Yeah, they just, they just put out legislation for that. When oh, it, like they buy as soon as it's soon yeah, as it's tickets. Not even buying it. Like they got they got groups to where they getting the telegram notification right then, letting them know, hey, five PlayStation just hit this Walmart at this location. You can't compete. You can't. You got to deal with it. It's like by, it's like Instagram. By the time it hit Instagram, it's too late. Yeah. So, so go so going to what you uh no, um. Secondary market. Second. When it when it comes to like the branding and and the, and the the packaging of uh, NFTs, just like we look at anything else, you know, you talk about 
branding, you talk about marketing, you talk about advertising, getting awareness to what it is you have going on. There's how many different rappers that make us, people make songs every day, people draw dope artwork every single day, people create dope videos every single day, but just because you create it right. does not mean that, somebody, that they, you have a market for people that want to buy it. You have some people that they care and believe that they need it. You have uh, uh, people that even have the money to buy it. So just like anything else, yes, this removes the, the need for the third party or some a middleman so the, for you to be able to facilitate this the uh, NFT projects and crypto projects, but you still have to have that marketplace. Not only that, bro mentioned the secondary marketplace because a lot of times in, in, in business, as far as centralized business, we look at that being able to make that sale to somebody and being able to resell it from us from directly from from the producer to the consumer. We look at that transaction most as a, as a traditional business owner. What the the cryptocurrency and the blockchain, the NFT space, what that's provided is, is a is a as a way for the, the the producer to be able to monetize and be able to make money off these secondary markets. So I'm not worried about him coming and buying it cheap and going to reselling it because this secondary market is in place that I'm still able to put what we call a royalty on. I mean, I can mm. still put a percentage that I don't care who sell it, no matter when they sell it, how they sell it, for whatever they sell it for, I'm going to get a percentage. So if I got an NFT and I sell it to him for $100, thank you for your $100, I got, I got that, that's all mine. But I got a 10% royalty on it. Let's say he turn around and he goes sell it for $1,000 because he can do that. He goes, I get 10%. So off of that, off of that transaction, he made $900 in crypto. I made $100 just because I'm the originator. Mm. If, if he said, and he bought it for $1,000, say he goes sell it for $10,000. He goes sell it for $10,000, he make $9,000, I make $1,000 of it, and no matter how many times. So when you're creating your NFTs, you got to look at not being able to just sell it to the to the to one person, but what benefit will it have for that person to sell it to somebody else and that person to sell it to somebody else? When the, when we hear about the rappers in the music industry, when they talk about I own my publishing, I got royalties. This I own my masters. This is what they're talking about. They have the ability to make royalties off of their intellectual property, off of their thoughts, off of their creations. For the rest of time. And when it's on the blockchain, remember we talk about it can't be changed. It can't be hacked. It's there forever. So once you put that NFT up up there and it's minted, it's created on that blockchain. And you got, especially you got unlockable content. You got these use cases that we talking about. Then you give it more value and say he he buy it. He you the use cases. I got training there that's teaching you how to how to do Facebook ads. And he was like, you know, I I didn't learn all I need. I'm executing. He can go sell it seven man. I need I need it. He can make him some money and sell it for whatever he wanted to. And I can still earn from it. So you got to have the the value in there of the NFT. You got to have the marketplace to be able to sell it to. And that marketplace has has to believe that it's going to receive whatever value you told them that they're going to receive. And if you want to take it a step far, make, make sure that that value is transferable to another market. So, as well. so I wanted to, I, the reason I wanted to ask that because I, I don't want nobody to think, Oh uh, man, I could just put out an NFT and I'm finna be rich tomorrow. No, it don't work like that. They got, you got some branding to do. You got some marketing to do. You can't skip the process. And then I wanted to ask this question. So basically with what you just said was, this is Jordan or Nike, whoever you know, the, whoever the owner is. They ain't tripping on you buying the Jordan for two fifty, and you finna resell them on Flight Flight Club because they still gonna get their percentage. Now let me ask you this question: uh, Is there like a is there like a um, double royalty? That's what I mean. Nike gonna get their percentage, but whoever bought it could get a percentage as well. Meaning Foot Locker, 
if you come buy from Foot Locker, Foot Locker, you got it for two fifty. But if you sell it, resell it from Foot Locker, Foot Locker get a percentage of what? Or it ain't went that deep yet. So, so that's not the usual thing, but it's possible. It's just code, you know, just being able to have somebody code that into the contract. Mm. Uh, it's possible, you know. And, and ownership is transferred, so that's another thing that make it valuable. So, if I say I got ten in NFTs and I sell 10, 10 of them, I don't own none of them no more. Like they, they don't sit in my wallet. Uh, there's no ownership. It just uh, pretty much says I created these, but the ownership is within whoever purchased them, mm. essentially. And I want I want to say too, like the space right now, like <clears throat> the space is in need of utility, like NFTs. Because when we look at the NFT space right now, like these, you know, these these big artists, these big companies. I mean, honestly, like they really they don't turn the market up to where it's like. When you talk about just a normal artist, just or a normal person creating an NFT, and all they got to offer behind that NFT is artwork, and I'm just right. being completely transparent with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, and all they have to offer is their artwork. They have no network. They have no following. They have no influence. They just have art. It's gonna be hard for them to sell NFTs at this point because a lot of people that are purchasing NFTs, like when we look at a project like the Boy Ape Yacht Club, right? Mm -hmm. The Boy Ape Yacht Club is these NFTs are being used as a as a as a form of a status, right? So like if you own a board ape yacht club NFT, then you potentially gonna get, you know, uh invited to any yacht parties that anybody in the club have. Like there's an actual incentive behind yeah, having that a, NFT. Like it's not just a, yeah, it's like it's when you see somebody with if you got on the Gucci and you see them with the Gucci on, it's like okay, I know what you spent for that. I it's 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 kind of like what's understood like and gotta like, be explained. Like a blue check. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's exactly it's, it's like yeah a, like a fraternity or a sorority or just like a yeah. you got that so, 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 you get so, certain so, perks. Yeah. So my advice to like any artists out there right now that want to get into the NFT space is, yeah, you could create your own art and put it up as an NFT and whatnot. But the best thing that you are gonna want to do is is to look for influencers yeah. to create art for. Yeah. And try to create partnerships yeah. with them as the creator, and boom, they like your art. They want to buy from you. Boom, you just you making you monetizing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that would be my that would be my advice. You know, to anybody. That's Let like me ask you this now. This is this is this is a little bit probably on the hood side. Okay. So if somebody, uh, let's say somebody do got a a a a, a, a user case, mm -hmm. because art by itself ain't useful. Now we say well. If I screenshot Mona Lisa, yeah, you're going to screenshot it, but at the same time, we can go down the blockchain and basically see. So here's my perspective. What if I do got a good user case and I do got unlockable content, but I ain't no artist? Can I just go screenshot somebody good art, put it on mine, and still be successful? The blockchain going to pretty much show it. It's like ways they can, people can... I'm, so I this mean, is this is all about your it. marketing from that point. Like, like what if I'm a good marketer? Like, oh, I got a community, yeah, but I just don't got art, so I'm just finna be run screenshotting good art. Yeah, you can you can absolutely yeah, you can absolutely you do that now. But it's gonna it will, go down the blockchain to check. Like they got it set up. Like if you go screenshot a photo, and that motherfucker's already on the blockchain, you're not gonna. It's, it's gonna it's gonna read on the blockchain. Oh, they got like, one of them things where yeah, like yeah. they can yeah. know familiar. But you can always. Yeah. You can you know, edit it. You know how you... It, you know mm. what I'm saying? You can do that. You know, the same way you was just talking about the Jordans, how but, they alter the, yeah. the, 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 uh, the logo on the Jordans a little bit, or they alter the material on that so it's not the actual authentic mm. version. I yeah. see. You can do the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, cause I seen, I seen, um, I seen, I seen, <laughs> I, I seen, mean, I seen, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. apes in space. I mean, I think that's yeah. uh, take off. Like they just, yeah, he's gonna launch it, doing the same thing that they did with the boy Ape Yacht Club, but it's the same concept. You know okay, but if you got a following, they showing yeah. you. If you got influence and you got a following, you know what I'm saying? It don't. You can matter. make it happen. It don't yeah. matter. Saying you can run the same, you can run the same protocol, you can run the same campaign style. Matter of fact, Supreme a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You seen what they did with Supreme? Nah, I ain't so, seen Supreme. I so, ain't seen that. All right, if you notice, that. Supreme logo got a box that say Supreme, right? Yeah. Somebody took some letters out to where it just say Sue Me. It just got the space in the middle. It look exactly oh, yeah. the same and it say Sue Me. Blockchain. They code letters for that. Yeah, NFT. They code. I mean, like, like I said, you could absolutely do to it, but again. With, we're talking about in, in the blockchain space, you got a strong community, you got these networks of people and built off this, this code of trust. So if if I'm in the the, the board ape yacht club and he in there, we in there, and we see something going on, we're gonna we're gonna already know this this not authentic. So you may make make a little bit of money, but it's not gonna be authentic. The people that look at it like ah, oh, this ain't the same thing as over there. So it's gonna go back to your marketing. You may may be able to make a little bit, but it's still like you comparing. What is George making to what's the replicas making? They're making mm-hmm. some money, but it ain't, you know what I'm saying, jump man. That's a good point. So let's end off the podcast with this, man. Things you should not do in crypto Ooh, and NFT. How not to get scammed, it. all this type of stuff. So the people out there can be protected, um, all that type of stuff. So let's start off with things you should not do. I'm going to start off with do not send nobody your phrase code. To your wallets. So if somebody say, hey, man, send me your phrase. I got it, man. I need your phrase to send you some money. They trying to steal and scam you. What else y'all got? Yeah. Uh, always always keep a hold of your private keys, too. They just like your, your seed phrase. Like, always have your private keys on. on. If somebody ever asks you for uh, for your private key, never, never give them the access to your private key either. Now, now, now what's this? Hold on. What's this Bitcoins? Because everybody hitting your DM, hey, man, shoot me your cash app. And they're gonna say, do you accept Bitcoin? And I I I, I forgot to follow. I was actually playing along with somebody, but I told them I only accept cash, but they stopped. I should have said what I gotta do next. But they probably gonna ask me for my wallet or something. Have y'all do y'all know I what don't, that I don't, is? I, I, I cut them off. For, <laughs> I heard they asking for phone numbers. I don't yeah, know I don't know what they are. I, I cut them off. Something me is like they breaking past that two step authentication. Yeah. Yeah. So you ain't got yeah. your two two step, you know, a phone number or some type of backup. That's probably how it's happening. They, you know, somehow getting access and then change something, and then you can't go back and stop them from changing it. Yeah. Well, no, no, they're not asking. No, they're not asking for your password. They're trying to. They're saying, "What's your cash app?" And I'm going to send you some Bitcoin, oh. but I think they're going to try to have you send they, them something nah, that you're not supposed to. Nah, they're they getting pretty creative out here. That's all I would say, brother. I don't nah, know what they got they going. Send it, I think they sending over like a small amount first, and then yeah. they hacking into like uh. The centralized networks of cash app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause a lot of times the, the the phone numbers that's on the on the Instagram is the same one as the oh, cash, cash app. app. So yeah. they hacking the Instagram the Instagram accounts. So yeah, like they they're 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 really doing two for one. Yeah, the big <laughs> you like a dollar or two, they'll be like, Okay, did it Lit. pop up? Da 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 this and that the third and then they do something to ask you for your numbers. Yeah, like if that. So with with that, it's it's just like anything. Is if you don't if you don't know them, don't, don't trust them. Just, just yeah, shut yeah, it down. I, delete them. Block them. If you don't know them, don't it's trust them. It's going on twenty twenty two. And we in a pandemic. Ain't nobody trying to give you no money. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Not on that. 
uh, not only don't send them to nobody, but you got your seed phrases, your your privacy key. Don't screenshot them. Because, because, and don't screenshot them. Don't be emailing them to yourself. I'm gonna save it in my email because what that does is is. <laughs> I emailed it to my, and I forgot the phrase. See, I, I don't even know how to research see, it. So, so what what that does it it, it it it's not like, oh, you finna get get uh hacked tomorrow, but it puts you at risk because what it does is that going up into the cloud. So all these people talking about the cloud getting hacked and this. You know, people that know what they're looking for, they in there looking, they see, that's only, you know, they can go on, they're trying a couple blockchains, and they can get in, you got in there, you got your wallet, you got your money in there, they go in to access and drain you out. So it's best to write this information down, uh, put it somewhere safe, like in a safe someplace, because again, you can have these seed phrases and pass it down, so don't screenshot them. What else you got, bro? Um, <laughs> if people drop... Money in your wallet, don't try to accept it if you don't know what's going on with it. Don't try to go retrieve it. Uh, you know, NFTs, same thing. If you don't know what's going on with it, just don't even engage with it. Don't even try to send it from your wallet. Just leave it alone because you could be giving them permission or access to your wallet. Um, check check the first four and the last four of any address you send it to. Um, and you know, just just pay attention to 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 the privacy policy in terms of conditions of any app that you're using, because it's gonna tell you exactly what their intentions are, what type of data they collect or don't collect. Oh, uh, you know. what's the whole thing with the people sending you uh air airdropping you NFTs? I think y'all was telling me don't open them or don't don't fool with them. If you don't, yeah, if you this don't go back to peer to peer. If you if you don't know what's coming, you don't know what's going on, don't. Yeah, you can't stop. NFT. You can't stop them from sending it, but you don't have to engage with it in your wallet. You don't have to touch it or try to remove it or anything. You just leave it alone. You so know? what's what's the what's the possibilities? What can happen? It's basically just giving them access to your wallet. So it's like saying, um, let's say I'm gonna give y'all a perfect example: Polybest scam. So somebody airdrop Polybest into my wallet. It said that it came out to eight million dollars. Looking at my shit, I said $8 million. <laughs> but it's not showing up on the balance. It's showing up next to the token. So that's already a red flag. You see what I'm saying? My balance don't say $8 million. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Even if you wake up and say $8 million, do your own research, find out what's going on. But uh, they airdropped it in my wallet. I only seen it because I went into the Polygon side of my wallet and looked at what was sitting in there. And um, if I would have tried to... Uh, go in and claim it or send it to another wallet right quick or anything of that sort, that would have gave him access to my wallet. He could have cleared me out, and that would have just been the end of the story, you know. Dang. Uh, questions, Q&A from the live, man. What question do y'all have for, for Instagram? Read them out for us. Or oh, you can give me the phone. Yeah, I have you on the You give it to us. <laughs> All right, y'all. So uh, we live. Uh, what question do y'all have uh, for us? Now, I don't know what happened to your cousin. Somebody said what happened to you. <laughs> oh, that's what happened to my cousin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, hey, I, don't, oh, I can't no. answer that one. All right. Uh, any questions? Any, questions, questions, questions. Uh, come on now with the questions. For me, when it's open for questions, then I'll have one. All right, come on. Have y'all heard of Network Metaverse? Network? Uh-uh. 
How do y'all feel about OpenSea going with IPO and going public? How do I feel about it? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I, I ain't really got no certain type of feeling about it. But what I will say is, uh, it's just opening up the doors for mass adoption even more. You know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What platform do? Oh, you finna, you finna add on? Nah, I was just saying they just at that point now. Yeah. yeah. That's all. Mm. And uh, what platform do you use to purchase NFTs? Yeah, what type of blockchain? Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, what blockchain? Uh, you purchase them yeah. NFTs from because they got you know NFTs on different different blockchains. Yeah, man. No, that that notification came up about how my what my percentage is. All right, anything y'all want to close with, man? Uh, we're going to do closing words. We're going to start with Justin. Uh, my closing remarks would just be for anybody that's watching this video. Just, you know, uh, it may seem like a lot. It may seem like, you know, it could be overwhelming getting into the space. But, um, but uh, you know, just take some time to do your research. Uh, take some time to, you know, just give it a shot. Uh, and then also understand that understanding that timing is very very important. And right now, um, I kind of see this as like the gold rush. Like, uh, you know, everybody was like, you know, out there in California and stuff like that. Like getting, you know, getting all the gold. Like that's that's where we at in this time that we in right now with the with the metaverse, with crypto, with blockchain. Uh, so you know, like I say, just getting involved in the space, getting immersed in it. You know, becoming somewhat experienced with it because it is gonna be the future, um, and there is gonna come a point in time where your kids is, you know, probably gonna they probably gonna, you know, ask you like what you was doing during this time because right now what's happening is the, is the it is the greatest the wealth transfer of, of you know in history right now that we done seen and we ain't gonna never get a time like this again, um, in our lifetime so. Um, just make sure that you know that you that you are at least taking, you know, taking some uh, consideration to that. Um, if you know uh, innovation and you know progression of you know the culture, the people, if that's something that's on your mind that you know that you want to, you know, be a part of, this is you know the time to do it. And uh, what I would say, uh, what I would say is, um, man, st st study it. One thing at a time. I know a lot of people are going to be overwhelmed, uh, especially if this is brand new. Man, study one thing at a time. I was asking the question the way that I was asking them for a reason. Uh, if you got to spend one week on, on, on Bitcoin mining, master that. Then move on to what's Bitcoin yield. And if you got to spend one week on blockchain, you'll be so far ahead uh, of everybody else who's still trying to catch up because they're trying to figure all out at one time. And they're now suffering from over-analysis uh, paralysis. So just get in any way that you can. The best way that I learn, I can't speak for nobody else, is to just get involved. Buy your first NFT. Uh, you know, even if it's just something small, you know, buy your first crypto. See how it works. Uh, see how to withdraw in your wallet. Figure out what's a cold wallet, what's a hot wallet. Really just sit down and do your research about it, man, because a lot of people are demonizing it. 
oh man, you you this is the devil, and oh my goodness, you're gonna be all oh, y'all don't want to do this. This is an agenda. And even if it is, what's your agenda? We gotta have our own agenda. You know, what's yeah. what do you stand on? If I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna infuse some type of truth to it, mm-hmm. some knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to it. And another thing is your children are already being trained mm-hmm. for it. I got videos that I went live, I mean uh, viral on TikTok. You already paying your children uh money to get V-Bucks. You're already buying uh grown men buying skins on NBA 2K. People are already buying cars on cat with Cash App literally on GTA 5. So it's already happening. You just gotta see, okay, how can I best benefit from it? I already see what it's already inevitable. It's gonna happen anyway. How can I prepare myself so I'm not left behind with this wealth? transfer so that's what i would say with this whole thing man take your time i think it's still very very early with this whole crypto thing and, and learn one thing at a time and keep moving forward um the biggest thing i would say zoom in close bro because i want them to see here <laughs> stop buying crypto and what i mean by stop buying crypto is crypto is uh, a currency right and when the last time you asked somebody to buy five hundred dollars for them let me buy a thousand dollars Start understanding, doing your research, right? Getting getting the understanding and figure out ways that you can start earning crypto. You can start getting being paid in crypto. Mm. You can you can you can put a little bit of money up, but if you don't want to just keep taking your, your your money and buying it, figuring out how you can put a little bit in and then start earning crypto and start having the, this coming into your wallet so that you can go and make other plays. Do enough research, become familiar with the space. It was all it was it was new to all of us at one point. Right. You know, this is, uh, you know, a year and a half. There's there are other people that have been in space, you know, five, six years that, you know, doing very, very, very well off of holding Bitcoin early. So it's it's never too late. But get in to uh, get in, understand enough so that you can start putting systems and processes and, and getting access to these protocols so that you can start earning this crypto. If you just coming in space, don't this ain't the time to be trying to figure out what coin hot, what 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 I'm finna buy and I'm finna take my paycheck. Start looking for places and, and protocols and the technology, understanding what's going on, so that you can start making these sound decisions. Of if you're gonna take your hard-earned money and put it up, you have an understanding of where to put it. But then be be mindful. Never put your last. Never put more than you're willing to lose. To lose. This is a crazy, crazy, crazy space. But it has a lot of upside if you understand it and you know what you're doing. And you have a community of people around you. You following the people that are in the space, moving and creating the results that you want to see. Um, man, it's a lot I could say, man. Uh, I definitely want to touch on what we was talking about with the utilities, NFTs. Um, when you're looking at, you know, all right, we spoke on utilities as far as. Uh, cryptocurrencies. When you get certain certain cryptocurrencies, they tie to use cases, right? Uh, with NFTs, it's same thing. So, uh, when you looking at you know the land plots, right? When you get these land plots, these are NFTs that are can be used multiple ways. So you can use it to house other NFTs. You can use it to advertise. You can use it to play games. You can use it for entertainment, live shows. So when people uh, ask why would I buy an NFT? What could I actually use it for? Um, it just depends on what NFT you're getting and, and the utility behind it and the community behind it. Uh, so just keep keep that in mind. Um, anything you using using, use it with intent and don't just get in it. Uh, you know because you want to make some money because it's a thousand ways to make money. You know you want to treat this as a, a as a long term 
um, long-term move. This is longevity at the end of the day when, when we're talking blockchain and when we're talking crypto. And, um, you know, just be mindful of what you're doing on there because you can't erase it. You can't take it back. This ain't no, uh, you know, you send in the letter and they wipe your credit and all that. Like, whatever's on the blockchain is on there forever. Ever. <laughs> ever. So that's the biggest crypto player ever made of your academy. So there it is, family, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, another thing I wanted to uh, encourage us to study is how uh, how this is um, controlled or decentralized and, and ran by a system and people. Um, not emotions, not those who are want to oppress us. It's just simply open. It's transparent. Um, and a lot of times, you know, things that are, ha that you know, people may have hidden agendas, but at the end of the day, when everything is transparent, it's kind of hard to be fooled, and I, I, I encourage us to develop enough self-improvement in ourselves to make our lives the same way uh, to where we are decentralized. We're not controlled by, you know, anything that may be uh, wanting harm for us or meaning harm for us. Uh, it allows that trust to happen. It allows that community and unity to happen because we know everything is transparent. Uh, all of the rules are there and agreed upon, and uh, I think that's a great way for us to, you know, develop and run our businesses, ourselves, and our relationships. So thank you all for tapping into the Brother Ben X podcast. Make sure you share this with somebody that you know. Peace. Get your money, man. Get your bread up. Got to do for yourself. Know you fed up. Get your study on. All praise be to God. Stay read up. God never let up. Everyone that I'm around already know what I'm about. Build heaven on earth. Got to catch up. Elijah Muhammad Muhammad Ali. Farrakhan Michael Mesh. Now, man, what about me?